This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Later this month, the University of Haifa, together with the University of the Free State, will be hosting a joint webinar on the topic of the developments in the Middle East, including Iran, the Gulf States, and North Africa. Top academics from both universities will analyze the changing geopolitics of the region. The webinar will take place on the 14th of October and is open to the public. I'm delighted to have two of the participants and organizers of the event on my show today, Professor Glenn Siegel from Haifa University and Professor Hussein Solomon from the Free State. Uh, professors, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having us. So this very is welcome. very much the real deal in terms of top analysis of a very changing region. Um, can you tell me a little bit what people can expect on, on this webinar? Well, uh, I think I, I think that uh, uh, the, the Middle East region is now going through t- some tectonic changes. And I think it's absolutely important to understand it. I think it is also imperative uh, that this understanding seeps into South African consciousness because, frankly, I don't think our academics uh, are very strong in terms of the Middle East. And I think that this uh, um, uh, relationship with Haifa, which I hope is the first of many, Will, will now help in, in terms of uh, dealing with these gaps in South African scholarship. So maybe we should talk a little bit about the memorandum of understanding that has been signed and what the implications of that are, and then we can go back to the webinar. Um, Professor Siegel? Over the last uh, few decades, um, various members of staff in both universities have met at international conferences have collaborated on various topics, which has uh, varied from Islam in Africa to uh, security in the Horn of Africa, terrorism, uh, religious fundamentalism. In the broad scheme of things, things such as comes under political science and governance. And in April 19, 2018, we made a decision that we would like to progress a bit further into a formalized memorandum of understanding between the two universities, which would entitle us to have exchange both in terms of the student level, uh, PhD students going to one and another university, and more so in terms of the actual in-depth research and publications. And we've had a few fruitful publications coming from that already. I have to say it's not just political science. It has extended beyond that. In fact, um, the heart of hearing and speech therapy in both universities have collaborated and uh, students from Free State have attended Haifa University conferences already on that. Now, the webinar actually would have been a live workshop to be held at the University of Haifa in uh, March, April this year. But due to COVID-19 and inability to travel, that was cancelled. So the webinar, which we are having on the 14th of October, Wednesday, just under two weeks from now, as you mentioned, is basically in lieu of that, where the two universities will still be able to exchange views on such things as the development in the Middle East, a broad range of topics. And of course, as the workshop at Haifa would have been open to the public, so this webinar will also be open to a global audience, not just a local audience. One of the um, topics that I know both of you are interested in, and, and um, Professor Siegel, you mentioned that there's cooperation not only in the field of politics but also in health and the potential 
for South Africans and Israelis to work together is is huge. But I know both of you involved in terrorism, and um, obviously that is a universal concern. Uh, we are seeing a movement on our Mozambican border. Uh, uh, there are, there's terrorism in Mozambique closer to South Africa than it has been. And to what extent, um, I know that you're looking at different regions, will terrorism be a focus of this conference? Terror is psychological. In other words, the person who is experiencing extreme fear, fright, anxiety, may experience that without ever experiencing an act of violence. So a lot of what happens, for example, in the mass media and now in the social media is the creation of terror by, it might be an individual, it might be a group, it might be state-sponsored. Sometimes objective is as a means to achieve an end, which is legitimate. For example, over decades, freedom fighting movements, uh, liberation movements, use it as a means for decolonization. However, what we are experiencing in today's world is terror for the sake of terror. That there's no clear political objective. It's not extremist politics per se. It's not a means to achieve an end. It is fundamentalism. It is psychotic. And this is what we are most concerned about because the root cause of that might be religious, might be ideological, or it might just be the lone individual. What we are seeing today, for example, in the Abraham Accords between the United Arab Emirates and Israel, and now Bahrain has joined, is an attempt to join together to look at the causes of that terror and say who is sponsoring that terror and trying to ameliorate it. And the joint common threat is Iran. Iran is sponsoring terror to a great extent. In Israel's case, that is through the proxies, Hamas in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon. However, it's not isolated from Africa. Iran and, for example, Turkey have a struggle throughout Africa in terms of a Sunni-Shiite struggle. And this actually has reached growth levels within African communities, that there is, in an authoritarian type of manner, fear, anxiety amongst individuals for no just reason. And this is coming out as a proxy of a struggle of what is happening in the Middle East. And a sort of neocolonial sort of African individuals feel this is what happened a hundred years ago to their ancestors regarding European power struggles between philosophies of socialism, communism, democracy, and so forth. And now Africa is fighting that on grass levels as a proxy of what's happening in the Middle East. So in the webinar, we will actually be touching upon that topic. And indeed, how can one actually handle it? How can one tackle it by virtue of the fact that it might not ever be connected to an act of violence, that the individual might be experiencing the terror through social media? There is also the issue in terms of when you are talking about Hezbollah, you know, which has a very strong presence on the African continent and including South Africa, and outside the actual acts of physical violence, is also just their fundraising capabilities. They're moving around uh, conflict diamonds and all kinds of other activities um, uh, here. And I think that while we touch 
on the issues of terrorism. I think we are touching, I mean, it is a webinar. Each presentation is seven to 10 minutes. So we are trying to cover a wide range of topics. And I'm actually hoping that this is just the first of, of, of these engagements between us and uh, Haifa. And I'm also hoping that as we move forward, we also involve other academic institutions, NGOs, and so forth, uh, both in South Africa and abroad. I mean, outside of our borders on, a, on the African continent. Got 10 minute presentations. Your uh, South African time, it starts at half past two, um, your webinar. Uh, and uh, as you said, anybody can join. And you're starting with, I think, Iran and then moving on to the Persian and then moving on to Africa. So it is really, really wide reaching. What do you hope to achieve from this? And w- what would you like people to Join. Why would you like people to join? Well, I started off talking about um, the lack of understanding of the MENA region. Um, and I think that is especially evident in terms of our policymakers in South Africa. We want to hold certain international positions, but without understanding it. And I think it's important for two academic institutions to get together and to share at a personal level, I'm also hoping that there's some sort of feeling of common ground amongst individual academics, because how do you drive the cooperation? It's not by signing an MOU. There are thousands of such things. But you have to have individuals at Haifa and at Free State who are going to drive it. We were quite fortunate that uh, Professor Siegel visited us twice, and in that time he he made a number of personal connections you know, not just in terms of the Department of Political Science, uh, but also various other uh, departments and faculties. And on the basis of those personal connections and common interests, we are, we are hoping to have long-term projects. I, um, I, I'm sort of jumping the gun, as it were, and I will ask uh, Professor Siegel to maybe comment a bit more on that. But we also intend to be offering some modules, some online modules in, in the very near future. The whole idea of cooperation, whether it's on a university level or between countries or between the peoples of that country, is that the more you talk, and this is what differentiates human beings from animals, is the more you talk, the more you understand, the more you appreciate, the more you come to a consensus. And so processes of peace, cooperation, and healing go forth on a better level. By opening an academic discussion to the general public, we, in essence, are also opening up a lot of research, a lot of what we call informal education, to millions of people around the world who can join in and watch and become more informed. Because being informed helps people make uh, a better decision about what reality really is. And as you mentioned, the word terror. Terror, in many cases, comes because of not knowing what's happening. You're afraid of the unknown. And the more you know about what is happening in any situation, the more informed you become. And your decision is more sane. It is more rational. It's more realistic. And bridges are built. Gaps are reduced. And this is also the purpose, as Professor Solomon mentioned, of having online courses and modules. In the near future, we plan to have two courses. One is a lecture-based course of 14 lectures. 
And one is more workshop debate-based, which is also open to people not in education. And this will be for 40 or 50 people, each of them, uh, open to application. Anyone can apply for them. And this is for people to become more informed, to learn. It's what education is. You learn about things which are happening. You become more informed. And therefore, you can actually have a better lifestyle. So this is what we aim to do in the near future of online courses and modules. Professor Solomon mentioned um, this will not just be limited to political science and governance. We are working very much in things such as, as you mentioned, healthcare. We have uh, a lot of research being involved also in things such as environment. Earlier this month, um, University of Free State and the Arava Institute in Israel held two online conferences on water and transnational uses of water, which involves Israel and Jordan on one side, but also on the other side between South Africa and Lesotho. So there's a lot of common elements that happen around the world in environment where best practices can be shared. You can learn from each other. You can develop a learning curve. And on the horizon also, as a result of COVID-19, uh, one of the implications or consequences is economics, both on a very, very local level where people are unemployed, as well as an international level. A shortage in one country because people aren't working will result in a global shortage. When you go to the supermarket, you know yourself where that produce came from. And if that other country isn't working due to COVID-19, there will be a shortage of that on your own supermarket shelf. So we're also looking in the future, and uh, this is very important because uh, the pro-chancellor uh, of uh, the University of Free State, Professor Philippe Berger, will also be presenting, he'll be opening up the webinar on the 14th of October, and he is an expert on economics, uh, social equality, social injustice, and so forth. So he'll be bringing an economic perspective to the issue of Middle East and African affairs in addition to all the other perspectives. Wow, there is so much to discuss. And, you know, you talk about building bridges. It's actually opening up an entire world and making it a lot more accessible. And I love what you said about the more we talk, the more we understand. If anybody would like to join the webinar, what should they do? We have uh, advertised on our Facebooks, on our websites, a link to register. We can actually, um, in radio, um, I would suggest that you go on to uh, one of the websites of one of the universities, either www.ufs.ac.za or www.hyfa.ac.il, and uh, just do a Google search for uh, Developments in the Middle East webinar, and we'll find the link where you can register and obtain the full program, who's presenting, what the topics are, and uh, welcome. Well, I certainly look forward to attending. It's uh, um, I've already registered. If anybody missed those details, you are welcome to contact me because I do have them. I will be able to send that information out further. So please, that is a seminar. It's almost historic. It's almost groundbreaking, actually, in what you're saying and doing. So be part of history and join that seminar. Thank you very much. That was Professor Hussein Solomon and Professor Glenn Siegel from the University of Free State and Haifa, respectively. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me. Thank, Thank you. you very much.